the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur with more than 30 years of experience. America's top female real estate investor one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonair with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hi. All right. So for the next short series, we're going to talk about how to find buyers. Now, these are people that are in distress and they want to sell their home. Now, for me personally, I don't like to deal with banks. I mean, I have, but I don't really like to. I would rather talk to a homeowner who's actually losing their home, try to help them figure out a way to stay in the home if they can. And I get, I don't make any money doing it that way, but I sow a lot of really good seeds. Or I'd like to try to figure out a way I could buy their house from them and help them to get a fresh start. So the next several videos are going to be about how to find homeowners in distress that are willing to sell you their property. All right, so as everybody knows, if you've heard me ever talk about anything, my number one way to find distressed sellers is by putting out bandit signs. So you can go to banditsigns.com forward slash twipered and they'll give you a little bit of a discount. Tell them Dwan sent you. And order the signs. I buy the large signs. They're yellow and they're black. And they say, I buy houses cash. But you can buy signs for everything. Get a couple signs that say, rehabbers wanted. Landlords wanted. I buy houses cash. Get as many different kinds of signs as you can. So again, on the bandit signs, I get ones that say, I buy houses cash, rehabbers wanted, landlords wanted, um, cash for houses. And what we do is I put the signs in the yards of all the vacant houses that I find. So when I'm out door knocking and looking at foreclosures and I've gotten my foreclosure list together and I'm looking for things, every single time I see a vacant yard, I put a sign in the vacant yard. So let those signs be your advertising. It's free advertising. It's absolutely not against the law to put a sign in the yard of a vacant property. Now, if the house would be listed, no sign. As long as it's vacant, put a sign and get advertising. All right, so now you have signs in the yards of all the vacant properties. So as the neighbors are coming home from work, driving through the neighborhood, they start seeing signs everywhere. Well, I tell you what, if you're going through a neighborhood and all of a sudden you see 20 signs that are out, what you think is the people that put out the signs must have come in here and bought up the entire neighborhood. So it gives you the perception of owning everything. It gives you the perception of being the go-to person for that neighborhood and it makes all the people that live in that neighborhood want to call you. So now you're looking for homeowners, rehabbers, landlords, so we can flip contracts. All right, 
signs are out. People are calling you up. But you're like, well, Dwan, I'd like to have more than just one way to find homeowners that are in distress. So I want you to look at the public records. This would be the county courthouse. I don't know if you know this or not, but everything is listed at the courthouse. Bankruptcy, probate, divorce, foreclosures, landlords who have just completed evictions, people who have not paid their real estate taxes. All of this is public record and all of those are fantastic ways to find people who are looking to get rid of their properties. So get online in your courthouse, print out all the records to all the things, and get busy looking for people that need help. So one of the great things about being a super experienced real estate investor like myself and having been doing this for almost 30 years is I literally know everything. So I wanna share some stats with you. The divorce rate is 50%. 90% of the time, it takes two incomes now to qualify for a house. So when you go to the public records and you're looking at all the people that are going through divorce, most of those people are also going to lose their property as well. So with two incomes qualifying, one income is now leaving, the other income can't afford the property, when you're looking through the divorce, just remember they're probably in foreclosure too. So look at all of the public records. Talking about those exciting stats. Did you know that 75% of all of the people that file bankruptcy, 75% of all of the people that file bankruptcy file within 72 hours of the foreclosure sale date. So again, when you're at the courthouse and you're looking up the public records, especially the bankruptcies, if there's 100 bankruptcies, 75 of those people are getting ready to lose their property in the next 72 hours and they went and they filed bankruptcy. So bankruptcy is a very overlooked way to find people who really need your help. Okay, still talking about the courthouse. There's just a wealth of information at the courthouse. So now you know about the divorces, you know about the bankruptcies. Of course, the people that are in foreclosure, that means they've actually just received their foreclosure notice. So they may already have missed 10, 15, 18 payments, and the bank finally filed the foreclosure notice. So when people say, oh, it's a pre-foreclosure, it's this, it's that, most of you have the terminology wrong. Once the bank files the foreclosure papers and serves them the papers, they are officially in foreclosure and ready for you. Okay, so it's really important to know the difference between a pre-foreclosure and an actual foreclosure. I teach all over the country every month and nobody has the right term. I don't know where, y'all learned all the wrong terminology from watching all those stupid TV shows. <laughs> That's what the problem is. So when someone is behind in payments, they are in pre-foreclosure. Once the bank serves the foreclosure papers, 
They send someone, they serve the actual papers. You are now in foreclosure. And once the bank takes the, sale, the house back at the sale, it's a bank-owned property. So we are looking for people specifically in foreclosure. Got it? All right, so back to the courthouse. It also, uh, you can find their landlords who have just completed evictions. This is so huge. I can't even tell you. The best deal I ever got in my entire life, my entire career, was a landlord I had mailed a postcard to. He had a bunch of properties. He had just evicted a tenant. And he wanted to move to Colorado and go skiing. He lives in Florida. And we contact, he contacted us with a postcard he got. He had 125 rentals. And he just wanted to sell them all. He was tired of being a landlord. So don't ever underestimate the power. I'm not a big postcard fan. But don't underestimate the power of postcards to landlords who have evicted people. Because landlords who have just done evictions are mad at the house. They're not mad at the tenant. They're mad at the house. That house. So, all right. So now you've finished up everything at the courthouse. You've contacted the people in bankruptcy. You've contacted the people that are in foreclosure. You've contacted the people going through divorces. You've contacted landlords who have just completed evictions. So, and let's see what else. Oh, probate. We didn't talk about probate. Um, I'm going to have to do another video on probate. So, you've contacted all those different people. So, now that you've contacted them, you're going to need to learn some scripts. That means you're going to have to learn what to say to people because they are going to ask questions. Most of you don't know what to say. And without the scripts, you're going to find yourself really stumbling. So, I'm going to come back with a probate video and then we're going to move on to scripts. My favorite thing. Okay, so probate's the last thing we're going to talk about for the things that are available at the courthouse. Now, obviously with probate, that means someone has passed away. So you have to be very, very careful the way you approach probate. It could be um, a spouse. It could be someone's child. I mean, it really could be anything. I personally do like working with people in probate because I'm a very, believe it or not, you all don't know, I am a really super soft, tender-hearted person. I cry over everything. So when someone has lost someone in their own probate, I have so much empathy, empathy for them that I'm not even sure it's good for me. But I do try to help them move on. I talk to them about how, you know, things will get better. Life won't always be awful. And we talk about the good things and what that person that passed on would want. But the main thing that you find is kids that live out of state and have no idea what to do with their parents' house. Thank so you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Oh, for more information on how to make your, your real estate, estate dreams, dreams a reality, reality, keep an eye on dwonderful.com and be sure to become a member.